Welcome to the Chirpin' and Chorin' Podcast. I'm Phil. I'm David. And I'm Justin. We're talking to you from the future. Well, from the past. From the future's you, past. The listener. The, the, we're the ghost of listeners past. The ghost of future. listeners future. We are here to tell you that in the future, you will listen to this show in a better audio quality than you are about to right now. The first batch of episodes was just done on the laptop microphone. We have invested, gotten a good microphone, uh, so you will hear us in crystal clear audio quality. Wow. Wow. Uh, I, I, it wasn't we. It was Phil. Thank you. <laughs> so, dear listener, do enjoy this first episode of, even though I believe I've listened to this episode, I misname it. I call it the Chorin and Chirpin podcast. It is the Chirpin and Chorin podcast. Jeez. So enjoy the show. Everybody and welcome to Chorin and Chirpin, a Letter Kenny podcast. I'm Phil. Who's sitting right next to me here? I'm David. And on the end, I'm Justin. We will be your hosts on this uh, analysis of the Letter Kenny show. Now we're just three guys who enjoyed Letter Kenny. We've actually been introduced uh, all of us by David. When did you first uh, watch Letter Kenny? Do you remember when you saw the first episode? Uh, it's probably been like three, four years ago now. Three, four okay. years. And it's been on, we just looked it up, 2016 was its first year. So yes. you were just a couple years into it. Mm-hmm. We're here in America, so we were exposed to it through Hulu. It's a Crave show. It's like a streaming yeah. service in Canada that we don't have here. Uh, we're huge fans of the show. We, I just recently have gone out and kind of looked at other Letterkenny podcasts, and they're good episode-by-episode episode analysis, like breakdowns already kind of going on. Sure. I wanted to do something that provides maybe a little bit more context for the show, maybe a little bit more about uh, direction or editing, uh, things that I wasn't necessarily seeing in other places. But I was also okay. very interested in ranking them uh, every episode. As we get into it, we'll see... It hits the ground running. It's been good since the drop, and there, it's kind of hard to spot the weak points. True. So I think it would be uh, a very challenging thing for this kind of show. Well, you're great and good on good here, I think. Yeah. yeah it is right. really quality. Mm-hmm. Well, it sucks when you start off with an A. Right? Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, oh so now you're going to go with the Yeah, you're, you're going to go, okay, so you're going to say that it came out swinging that hot. We had kind of discussed this earlier, that that was the thing that almost kind of hooked me in originally, was like, can you do it twice? Mm. Like, this was so good, and the writing was so impressive, that I was like, cool, you did it once. Can you really keep a show going that long with that tide of writing right. all the time? And they did, mm. and did better, I think. Uh, as time has gone on, so right, and we'll we'll get into the episode real briefly. We'll do kind of a uh, summary and maybe even kind of like some fast facts if something uh, applies to the entirety of an episode without necessarily applying to a single scene or whatever. So, for example, the director of this episode is Jacob Tierney, who plays Glenn. Ah, yeah, he's okay. actually the director of every single episode of Leonard Kenny and really? all of the specials. All and of I, them. I hadn't taken uh, any notice of it before, but there is a um, 
a through line in the aesthetic, in the visual communication of the show that we'll get into when we discuss certain scenes. Um, oh, good, because I must have missed it. I, I Now I'm looking for... Well, I, we, we did, let's even get into the episode uh, from here, because sure. that's really my main fast fact. I Because we're in America, we don't have access to the FURTA editions of the episodes, which are the commentary tracks that would provide a lot of this behind-the-scenes well, things. So we don't, any, anyone in Canada, yeah, reach out to us with your Crave login so we can get our hands on that. Yeah, we'll, can we please, just for... We'll, we'll have a little special at the end of Season 1 where we kind of go over the commentaries. Just for a snack. We would shout you out. Yeah, I would we, totally shout we'll that totally shout you. Well, unless you don't want people to know that you're sharing your Crave account, mm-hmm. in which case I understand that. Right. You can I, guess, I bet Crave's way cooler about it. They gotta right. be. Canada, they gotta yeah. be. Yeah, they, they would look the other way. Mm-hmm. If anything, there is another uh, fast fact of how Jacob Tierney, Glenn, and Jared Kiso, the other uh, co-creator of the show, met mm-hmm. up. It's uh, Kiso was making YouTube videos called Letter Kenny Problems, mm-hmm. a minute and a half or two minutes, of just quick hit him and Derry doing the back and forth of what a letter Kenny problem might be. Sure. And it's stuff about like dealing with your idiot cousin or whatever it might be. Very small town, rural kind of problems that are just hilarious quick fire bits. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it the first or is it in every episode where they have the letter Kenny description? Letter Kenny is a small is town. Is a small town, yes. Uh, the first episode is different, different than from the all rest, the rest of them. Is it? Yeah. Uh in what way? Uh the first town the first one is the like Letter Kenny is filled with like Hicks and yeah, Christians Hicks, and hockey players. Generates, or, yeah, I can't remember the full. Sure. Yeah, okay. Oh. Okay. Interesting. In, and in the future, it's Letter Kenny has a population of I think it's mm-hmm. just has a population of five thousand. These are their problems or yeah. their stories. Nice. These nice. are their stories. Bum, yeah. bum. Da, 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 da. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> now we also have to cut that because that. Right. No wait. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're good. good. We're good. Yeah. Uh, but he met up with uh, Tierney, I should say, met up with Kiso when Crave was like, "Well, you need a showrunner. Uh, you haven't really ran a show before." Huh. And they, yeah, it was just happenstance. Oh, um, really? Yeah. They just got sort of thrown together. That's insane. Yeah, it was just kind of a pair. Yeah, and uh, Tierney said, "There's no way he's going to have uh, this uh, gay guy from Winnipeg run his show or like whatever Canadian town." He's That's from. hilarious. And, yeah, he totally picked. Um, Tierney, Jacob Tierney. Oh, okay, okay. Jared and Jacob, so the J's are fucking me up. Uh, for what it's worth, just while it's up, the first sec or first scene is that what we would call this, or even yeah. just maybe the yeah. intro, intro title scene? Cold open. Uh, the letter Kenny consists of Hicks, Skids, hockey players, and Christians. These are their problems. Right. These are their problems. You got to put the emphasis on these if you're gonna. Do right that. though. Well, and the rest, of, the rest of the show is uh, Letterkenny is a small town of five thousand yeah, people. Five thousand, something like that. These are their problems. They focus so much on this small town that it feels like you're immediately brought there. Uh, we were talking about that earlier, and while watching it, just how impressive it was that it like you felt like these guys were already fully developed. That mm-hmm. that they were kind of already done by the time you were looking at them. And uh, it's really apparent on watching it now how much that's true. Like, well, it sort of feels more like a more realistic version of like The Office, kind of. Sure. Uh, where it's like just a documentary of what these people's lives are. Yeah. Uh, it's versus... not particularly fancy or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Not that it's actually a documentary of 
or anything like that, or like a mockumentary. Yeah, it's but interesting because those talking heads are kind of the only time Wayne just talks to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any other time there's not like a confession or like a talking head kind of a or diary room. But thing. there's not like that gym like fucking turn to yeah, camera. Yeah, or turn the like, cameras or anything like yeah. that. But it, it clearly it starts every episode with Wayne just talking to you, which is really interesting to me. It's interesting though that like I never really considered them even similar uh, while watching them that that a scene in the office where they separate them into the the room and do the interview you know uh, by themselves and the uh, Jared moments where he's doing readings or whoever is is kind of just setting that scene they're so to me different feeling like I feel oh, yeah. like. I'm getting the title of a new segment almost, like, when he's talking. Like, I should be really paying attention to what he says in those moments because they're, like, that's the those are going to be some jokes later on or they're going to be some, some of the premise of everything that I'm seeing here. Like, he really sets, it's almost like a title screen, like, when I'm reading or listening to him talk. It's like, okay, that's what this is going to be about. It's that sunny moment where they say Sweet D gets set on fire. Mm. Except it's way more ambiguous and, like, which I like, but, uh, and, like, dense. It almost seems like poetry. Like, I'm getting, like, a a mystery almost. Like, ooh, what the fuck could that possibly be about? (laughs) Well, okay, now I know. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so do we want to get kind of a summary of the episode? It's essentially, we find out early on, Wayne just broke up with a girlfriend of five years, and through the course of the episode, kind of some people around him are pitching how to get back into the dating scene. Uh, and that's kind of the, the, as a pilot, and we discussed this as we were watching it, it's um, kind of a throw you into the deep end premise, yeah. rather than an easy win, or uh, giving you like, sometimes there's an audience surrogate, like The Office, we just discussed right. it, be Ryan the Temp. Right. Is being introduced to the, it's, instead it's more just kind of throw you in. Wayne's in a new phase of his life is all we kind of know. Uh, uh, which I think is a, a great swing and go for it. And they, they kind of just said, here's our world, take it or leave it. It's so good. It's And fully realized. Yeah, that they're already there and that you are sort of just walking into this like it's already done. And you get almost the feeling of just following this group of people around mm-hmm. who are existing before you and doing things way before you ever like got a chance to look at them um there is a really distinct feeling of having rural characters having like rural fucking issues While still differentiating and having, even uh, in the intro, these different groups of, you know, hicks, skids, hockey players, farmers, whoever it might be, that there's still these lines, these different. So our intro, we meet the hockey players. Yeah, exactly. And we're instantly introduced to that kind of rapid fire. 
the hicks yeah, are the with main the characters hicks. yeah yeah they, really yeah there are the the hicks i think of them as just farmers instead but yeah. i know they're <clears throat> represented I do too. by the hicks that's farmers. hilarious i never think about that either mm-hmm. but yeah, they're, they're the, i mean they're the hicks. that's they're who it is hicks. yeah they yeah, are exactly. but they're so smart they're all so witty that that's the game that's being played here it's oh, like yeah, a yeah. respect and Each wit game. of these groups is turned up to fucking 11 yeah, on their yeah, witticisms exactly. yeah and they it's we kind of talked about it's an overload at first but the more you're exposed to it you can see even the differences of the skids going a million miles an hour versus the hicks going a million miles like there's still mm-hmm. differences in how the delivery, yeah, what you're the, getting, the consistency. What their jokes are even based on. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, because even the right, right, so the first scene is the hockey players pulling up to the house and talking shit to Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what they do all the time. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. years of this show. But, uh-huh. <laughs> so that's already got them pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Wayne standing his ground and offering to kick some ass mm-hmm. is pretty spot on his... Mm-hmm. Who his character is, yeah. Uh, so they've already sort of hit the ground running with those characters. And they uh, really did. a great example of, like, the hockey players are just getting out over their own skis of, like, the... it's. I'm trying to remember the you come in enough men for, for all of us. Or, like, it's it's just them stumbling over their own shit trying right, to, They're like, trying to hold on. Yeah, they're, and they're just trying to hold uh-huh. on, yeah, while Wayne Derry right. are just hanging well, out. Well, because they know the they're not going to kick his ass in a fight. Yeah. And so they're, they're trying to have the just same to fights. That, yeah, which they're is just chirping. Yeah, which is fun to do. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. That's how you tell who's good enough at it and who isn't. Mm-hmm. And that's how you gain. I mean, even in like our small worlds that we live in, like like as friends. That's how I got my friends. Right. Like it's like, oh, you guys, you talk shit good, yeah. and mm-hmm. oh, that's good, good shit. Nice, <laughs> well done. Uh, that's how you gain that kind of like uh, this person's smart enough to handle it throw it back mm-hmm. they're they're thick-skinned enough to not fucking lose their cool uh that's a respect thing like you don't want to have somebody do that and they're really deep into that it's it you brought it up earlier how many different groups there are mm. um in that five thousand people sounds like tiny bit but it's actually a lot yeah. and there's a lot of different groups that you can see come into play there but when it's it is still small in that they do know each other and that they do have some sort of like weird connections to each other and they're, I don't want to spoil later seasons, I guess, for lack of a better term, but, like, they they hold their own with each other. Even when other people are trying to fuck with them, they band together very well. They do try to squash the beef and make it work. Right, and any outsiders that were to come in, like, uh... No one can go after Stuart like we go after. You know, exactly. It's, it's that that's kind of my thing. guy. It's I get to my, make fun. Yeah, that's my skit. Yeah, exactly. Those <laughs> are the ones that we have. Right. We hate yours. Mm-hmm. We get this. Uh, then they also handle that with really great, uh, great dialogue uh, and just excellent fucking scene setting. Yeah. Like it feels fun. Uh, not long after Katie introduces Wayne to Tinder. Uh, at their home, we see the whole group out on the produce stand, which is a great scene-setting kind of thing. How many scenes are we going to spend just kind of slowly spanning over this uh, produce stand while they're all just kind of shooting the shit? Um, 
it's also a great opportunity. No, I'm sorry. There's so little movement of the actual uh, like characters. They're all set in places yep. that almost they're seem like all a picture. Sitting. Yep. Like they don't move you can while they're going feel through. Feel how long they've been there. Mm-hmm. They're just chilling, sitting, um, talking, and there isn't an, uh, an effort to like draw your eye to some giant like thing that's going on or some giant action. Um, there just is never that. Which, well, it's because it's also sort of assumed that like the action is just boring, like work. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Which like, is you don't great. want to show dialogue, about them right. fucking farming. That's right. Yep. Like so, then this is the this is the downtime in between yep. that. Yeah. Like they've been working their asses all yep. day, and now they're just gonna sit around and fucking just talk shit. And the action is in the back and forth. Right. Uh-huh. And because they also haven't been fucking talking to anyone all day. Yeah, when like, you have they, so little yep. time yes. to talk to someone, you want to cherish that. You want to make sure the people you're talking to are fucking worth it. Well, you're also talking fast as fuck. So, uh-huh. like, if I'm someone's coming to your house and fucking talking shit, you're going to talk shit back to them quickly. Yep. Uh, and, like... That's the game. Shut them playing. down so you're not yeah. wasting your fucking time. It's great. <clears throat> they handle it really well mm-hmm. without necessarily calling attention to anything through specific dialogue. There is no reference to, like, necessarily where they are, what's going on. Like they don't, they don't hold your hand in this first episode. They really don't. Um, but I, it does have a little bit of both worlds. I think still, I think they do a really good job of laying down that heavy dialogue and uh, joke after joke after joke, yep. just that meta. But, and establishing, excuse me, and establishing multiple characters like we mentioned. Uh, after that, they go to Modine's. We meet Gale. We meet McMurray in the bathroom. That's right. And again, they're just fully formed. Well, right even then, we have no idea who McMurray is, really. Yeah. Uh, he's just a rando, yeah. essentially, at this point. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't know, know how important he will be. Yeah. yeah. Because it's funny Alexander back. comes in, and you don't see Alexander for several more seasons. So that's Oh, funny. yeah. Like, he doesn't come that's back funny. until, I didn't think about like, that either. like, two seasons ago, like, nine or something like that. Yeah, they have a, a callback. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Um, it is strange how... Uh, that's also the fun part about, like, a pilot in general, though, is, like, you're not really sure who who's all these there. important people are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and are these people going to come back and how important they're going to be to the rest of the show? And obviously, like, that's how it's a television show uh, mm-hmm. evolves and becomes its own thing, but... No, it is curious when you're introduced to those that many characters and that many and not to go back to it, but that dense of writing and that much character, that many characters simply like that many people who had screen time and talked is like okay, well, who are they following? Are they gonna follow this? Are they gonna follow uh, her and uh, Katie and the the uh, uh, hockey players? Like, is that someone we're gonna see a whole lot more of? Probably. But how deep are they going to go? Um, and they they do a good job, obviously, of fleshing all that out, like you had mentioned. Like, obviously, it's part of just show building. But it's... Yeah, because I guess even, like, McMurray isn't, uh, like, hypersexual in that scene. But he is, um, we're seeing... That's McMurray. Awkwardly, awkward and, like, awkward uh, has no sense of this boundary. Yep. Exactly, yep. that yep. other people Oh, and he's be, funny as shit. Yep. Uh, but he would be absolutely annoying. Mm-hmm. I know McMurray type. But also, people. yes, no, no uh, consideration of boundaries. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. He's having a conversation in the bathroom. Like, motherfucker! <laughs> Look at me! Look at me, Wayne! For two seconds, yeah. uh-huh. we need to be outside, yeah. and not just a conversation, but something where I need you to make eye, eye contact, contact with me while you're pissing. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's Justin Bieber eyes, which he's delivering full face on, which is great. 
It's a funny bit. It's a great bit. It's a hilarious bit. And interesting that you don't really, at the time, know who that is or that's yes. coming back. That is telling of, like, the feeling of these people have been here. Right. If, so maybe McMurray would never, never show back again. If we hadn't, though. If we'd never seen McMurray again, that's a wonderful joke. Still it's funny. a great little bit. Still great. You yep. feel like Wayne is like, oh, fuck, this guy This guy again. again. Yeah. Yep. You, you I've been get there. that even if you, we didn't see McMurray yep. one other second. You, and that's sort of the beauty of this uh, this pilot episode is that you don't exactly know who they're going to follow or how much. And they've done such a, a, a good job of setting like their tone. Like they knew exactly what that was, mm. uh, what they were coming at. Um, and that that's an enticing like... It was for me, certainly. It was enticing blend as a viewer. Well, because then we'll meet the next character, because then after that they'll go to... So after the Modines and meet McMurray, then they go right. to the church thing, right? Yeah, the youth group. The youth Glenn, group. Right. And that's where you meet Glenn, who... All, who like, is unnamed, is, I think. Yes. At I the time, he's unnamed at the time. But at, at the time, he's also another one of those characters who you're not sure how... You're like, what the yeah, fuck? Who is yeah. this? Like, how many, how many of those people from the youth group could have been characters people that, that you follow? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's it's just so many damn people. And all the fucking... Uh, what's their names? Like, the, the <clears throat> Stuart and fucking... Uh, oh, the, the Hicks. Yes, uh, the fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes outside, and... you, so you meet the skids first. He's what are smoking. they doing? They're clearly... Something yes. like, are you going to follow that? How yeah, that's just like a, a scene break. Even it's, it's so nuts. weird. It does that cut thing, and then they're in the youth group. It's and weird. to know that all those guys show back up and are not just showing back up, but we're actually showing even in this first pilot episode who they were. Like that, that their characters still stand to who they were in this first episode. Mm-hmm. Like if you looked at them, they developed that enough to. So I could say, yeah, that's the same dude that I saw in season eight or season seven. It's well, not... in a lot of shows, they start off with, you know, it's just the main characters. Yeah, you get a small group. And, the, like, especially on the pilot episode, like, it's just that core mm-hmm. group of people. Yep. Uh, and it turns out this is a huge core group of people. It is. Uh, it is. And you're not used to that. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of jarring. And you're like, who the fuck are all these people, and can all of them be important to yeah. the story going forward? I don't know about you guys, but this, for me, uh, also happened where I felt like, for a few episodes, this, uh, when I first watched it, a few episodes, I almost didn't care who was named what yet. I just knew who was in this group. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's the group of these guys, that's the group of these guys, um, and I wasn't really naming them, even. I was so busy watching the and trying to listen to everything that was coming in that I just wanted to look up for a quick reference for like who is in this scene and then look back down at my captions so I can read the absolutely just fucking blitzkrieg of dialogue that's being thrown at me. And because they're they are characters who have some weight, they're not just like witty they're not just all witty for nothing. They don't have. They all have their own personal brand of like, shit. They're so real in that. Um, <laughs> you're. That's how you get to know them. That's when I started to care about their names. Is like I'm getting this style now, and it is sort of like I think you mentioned it earlier. It's like rap. Like that's a. 
that's a cadence. That's a style. Mm-hmm. That man's spitting bars, and I just need to catch that rhythm real quick mm-hmm. to be prepared for what's about yeah. to happen. Um, and once you get it, it's it really comes easily, and you then you can't miss who they are. Um, but even now, as I'm watching it again, I'm still struck by like, what's their name again? What's this name again? What's <laughs> the name again? Because there's so fucking much. Like I care about them. They're all cool to listen to, but like I can't think as fast as they're presenting this mm-hmm. info to me sometimes. But that's the bit. That's the that's the rub you get throughout the whole show. Um, that doesn't stop. It do, they don't slow down ever. They just add more characters, add more depth, add more dialogue. Like Jesus Christ, add more connections between these characters. Well, and they go at such a breakneck speed too. Like they go from one thing to the next. So uh, like they move the story along before you have a really sort like not necessarily like before you have a chance to realize where it's going. Uh, I would have, but before you can sort of process, like you can only just process what you've heard before they're moving on to the next thing, and you're like, oh, I have to pay attention to what's uh-huh. going on now. Especially when there's layers, when I'm trying to unravel mm-hmm. things, and like, oh, that's a joke within a joke, or like a double entendre that I missed, or like I'm so focused on like. That, that it is hard to be predictive sometimes and be like, oh, this is what's happening in the show. I don't care. I'm just looking for double entendres. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I liked at first, but the characters grow on you. The characters are solid. You grow to love these people, which is nuts. That's fucking crazy. They all talk at a mile a minute, and, like, all of a sudden I'm like, I like all of them. Yay! Well, and it's funny, too, because we're not really talking too much about, like, the actual plot of the show, mm-hmm. uh, because it's just all jokes. Yeah, it's irrelevant to me. At it's first. sort of not like Seinfeld, where it has no plot, but like the plot is moving slowly as mm-hmm. as just like their day mm-hmm. progresses. It, right. Mm-hmm. One, it it moves. Good. When it moves, it moves rapidly. Yeah. And yeah. when it doesn't move, they're just sitting at the produce stand shooting the shit. Yeah, telling stories. That's uh, what I really like and I kind of don't like about the storytelling, uh, like in a grand scheme, too. Like, that's seasons down the road. That it feels like anything that happens in Letterkenny that's, like, significant is at the beginning and end of a season. Such is true. But it happens uh, at the same scale on, a, like, an episode scale. Like, anything that Such really true. matters is going to be in, like, two scenes. Mm-hmm. But I'm perfectly okay with that. I want a whole lot of... Uh, I'm cool with preamble bullshit because it's all about the dynamics of the right. back and forth between all these right. different groups of people. I wonder if there is almost, like, a agreement... When I watch this show... It's hard for me to describe sometimes because it's almost like not watching something, like not watching something. Uh, I haven't felt like that in other experiences. The closest thing that I could come to describing that is like um, uh, Memento, where I was just like, what the fuck is going on all this time? Like, I'm just on a ride and I have to try to keep up because I can't keep up. I'm like, and I'm not really supposed to be able to. And I get that... I get what you mean, because, like, it is kind of a storytelling hindrance at some points, because it's not their focus. Like, they're not really, like, I'm yeah, building a just, grand story arc. They're just like, not here to do Game that. of Thrones right. or something, and where cool all with these... That, yeah. Because the show isn't about, like, uh, 
solving life's problems. No. It's little letter candy. It's, it's vignettes just, it, yeah, of it's moments. And it's like, just this little town. There really isn't that much shit that goes down. And when you do have, there just exactly. isn't. And most people's in the lives. Day, yeah. There's just not a whole lot of shit that yeah. happens. And it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to look to highlight those moments, some of them are going to look incredibly slow. But will be the funniest moments of that person's life. Those are the things they'll remember, you know, or like uh, have. They're just little moments like that that they've collected. That I, it doesn't lend well to storytelling always, unless you're looking for a smaller story, more yeah. self-contained. Well, now we are going off the rails talking about the show for sure. overall instead of the episode for but, sure. Well, well like which is why this episode is so important as a pilot. Right, as a exactly for sure because it, it does set, it does good. set everything in motion for yeah. the future seasons of Wayne dating and looking for love. Because mm-hmm. now he's broken up with Angie, and he happens to see the guy that she's when they with. go back yeah. to Modine's. Mm-hmm. And he beats the fuck out of him. And he beats the fuck out of him. Yeah, that's, has a that is out how there. our episode ends. I'm sorry, just for like oh, summary yeah. purposes, is yeah, he's an asshole to. Mm-hmm. Dude who was in the bathroom earlier, and then Wayne beats the shit out of Alexander. Yeah, who comes and back? He beats up Alexander, uh-huh. and then Wayne beats up him in a slow mo letter Kenny fight that was awesome. Has becomes iconic. Yeah, so. it's it's synonymous with the show, uh, in my opinion. That yes. visual language Their I was style. talking about earlier is yeah, these slow mo fights, the slow pans on the produce things that help you feel how long you're sitting there. Mm-hmm. This. Uh, Emotion, mm-hmm. or uh, not emotion. This um, it's evocative of the of the moment. It puts you there. Yeah, you feel right. more like you're. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In, if you fast cut that, like the Darren Aronofsky shit, like mm-hmm. if you make this Requiem for a Dream, it'd look awful. Yep. And instead, they save that for that heavy dialogue. Uh-huh. It'll be blip, blip, yep. blip directly. They have from that one too. They know what they're. The they're right. so good at what they do. Um, but yeah, it ends with that big fight. Um. Uh, also in that moment too, uh, I just thought it was kind of meaningful. He he does seem to have like that almost a moment of like uh, I'm changing and doing diff- something different now. Yeah, like he's out in the rain, he's smoking a cigarette, he's mm-hmm. listening to his sister. Uh, that is his sister, right, Katie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Katie. Just to throw it out there, I have mm-hmm. to check again because mm-hmm. again, because yeah, you don't care. I did. I, that might just be your ADHD. I did. Might be. I didn't want to say that. Well, it really could be. That's fair. Like. It we really could be. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh, Later no, dude. On, but not now. Fair take, dog. Like, mm. honestly, <laughs> they should probably know. Uh, yeah. That does shade a lot of my viewing of things. Like, I do have to take that into consideration sometimes when I am watching shit and uh, what I do watch or don't watch. And <laughs> I think you can probably attest to this, Phil, that I think more than anything in my life, the things that I'm most attracted to are things that discuss the meta. Things that discuss mm-hmm. some sort of, like, bigger concept, blah, blah, blah. It's real jerky off shit, really. But, like, that's the shit I, I can get into and, like, really tickles my motherfucking pickle. But uh, it does make me kind of blinded to some other things uh, that maybe other viewers are totally aware of. Mm-hmm. So, good, good read. Could be. <laughs> Could be. Well, I thought, it too, it was funny what you were saying earlier about... Uh, Small town vibe. It really took the dude coming from out of town, fucking with Alexander, to get him like to push him yeah, over the edge. Because uh, otherwise, like they could have kept like fucking with each other on the inside. But mm-hmm. as soon as somebody comes from outside their city and fucks with Alexander, like 
You can't do that around Wayne. Wayne's gonna fuck you up. Mm-hmm. So. He's got a reason. He's got yeah. too much of a reason <clears throat> now. Yeah. Um. And there's a reputation online. You don't. You don't always know this yet. But like, they do a, a good job of setting that up too mm-hmm. about who he is. Uh, well, at least in the degree, like search for the first season. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he started a date, but also, well, now he's. Why, why wasn't he allowed to fight? Uh, like, cause that was a yeah thing where that was talked about in the episode yeah. that he hadn't been allowed to fight while he was dating the girl, mm-hmm. and now he's back to it. So, he gonna well, start fighting again? Yeah, like how important of a part of his life was fighting? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll figure that and out. And it doesn't seem like it would be from who he is at first. He's a fucking farmer. But it's perfect for who he. <laughs> they yeah. they end up being. Maybe again, maybe that's just my read here on that too, because at first they're showing the uh, hockey players, and they're kind of, kind of threatening. They're talking shit, but he's, they're all basically just like, "All right, bro, come on, come on," you know, like this. He doesn't really take these guys as a threat, even when they're popping their shirts off, flexing, and fucking, you know, trying to show they're super tough and shit. He just doesn't care. Uh, but at the same, I didn't think like, "Oh, that's a super badass dude in that moment." Like, oh, he doesn't care about how tough these guys are. Like, that wasn't what was going through my head. I was right. thinking these no, kids the are just kind of douchey. No, the joke is on And, yeah, I wouldn't be really scared of those guys either. Um, like, the at the end, though, when he is in that slow-mo moment, like, kind of just kicking the shit out of him in a very stylized, unlike the other, like, scene setting that they've mm-hmm. done before uh, way. That's a really, like, oh, okay, moment of... Uh, that's what this dude's like, and that's his angle, kind of. Like, he, they did set it up that he is kind of a tough guy. They had kind of been talking about it in the background, and nothing really comes in for most of the dialogue in the show until that moment. Everything happens quickly, mm-hmm. <laughs> which right. it just escalates immediately. But they do a good job of setting it up, so you should be able to see that coming. Yeah. And then when you look back, you can say, yeah, but everything was there for it to happen. And that's not always easy. Um, final thoughts before we put any kind of ranking on it? Maybe like favorite joke? Or, you can't put a ranking on it. It's I, number one. Well, here's a, what we're going to do for episode one instead of ranking it is guess where it's going to end up by the end of the show. Like bottom third of the Whoa. list. Is this halfway through? Because we've seen, I've seen most of the way through the show. I think I'm like two seasons behind. You're, I got a couple to catch up on. Yeah, you're like. I think it'll five. end up close to the top, top quarter. You think it'll be in the top quarter in this first episode, the pilot episode? What what are what are some premiere jokes that you're gonna remember? The difficulty is, mm, right? Okay. I'm just trying to to <clears throat> think, because I when you're gonna keep top, saying it gets better and 50. better. How many episodes total are there? Do you think? It's guys? Seven a season. They've had ten seasons, so seventy, 70 about. Okay. I, I want to give it the credit for what it's done, uh, because I do think as a, as a first episode, mm-hmm. it should be sort of judged on what it was. Um, I don't know. I just feel like from the moment that I was introduced to it, I was pretty much hooked. Like, that shit was like crack cocaine. It was like, what the fuck are they doing with that? That's really impressive. I got it. See what? See this? Or? Yeah, I did. I wanted to watch the next episode. I really, really did. Uh, really quite badly. 
I'm going to go out on a limb and say this will be in the bottom half of episodes. I'm going to agree. I think it's going to be actually quite near to the bottom unless we're going to give it some, like, extra credit points for being the first episode. Like, And that's like a hefty extra credit points. Because otherwise, as it goes on, I, I don't know about y'all, but, like, I have a tendency to be like, it's great now. It's mm-hmm. even better now. Because mm-hmm. they're just making more callbacks to shit that I like. And it just focuses more on the same shit that I really like, which is that meta bullshit discussion. Yeah, I think <laughs> if we were making a, a list of all pilots, it's almost number one with a rocket kind of a thing. Could be, yeah. If we're comparing it to other episodes of Letterkenny, I think it's going to be closer yeah, to the bottom. I would agree with that. Uh, which is unfortunate, because I almost want to... Oh, it's a great episode. Yeah, it's, it's I a, want to... But it also speaks up very highly of the show in general. And True. The, if, yeah. this, if this is one of the worst episodes, like, that's pretty fucking fantastic. Yeah. I, I It's a weird comparison, but I, I haven't seen all of Breaking Bad, but I think of oh, it sure. as like a sitcom Breaking Bad, where it's like, it's all just so good. Sure. It's really, really good all the way through. Oh, I, I can see that. I know. <laughs> How have you not seen Breaking Bad? I know. And oh. how have you seen parts of it, but not the whole thing? Because oh, I like the first season, and then the next year of my life is where I disconnected from cable. And I was like, <laughs> I'll see it sometime down, and I will. I'm going to see it eventually. It was pretty good. I can understand that, but you should go back and watch that shit. Uh, I, I, I eventually did. I got the gist. Oh, it's so good, though. It, it is. is good. He broke bad. Bill Burr's in it. He'll be yeah, he's again. awesome. I love it. I bet it has a happy ending. I'm fine. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dick. Uh, uh, it's the first episode. I guess I would say this isn't that what you would want for your show to get better and better and yes. better and better and better. Yep. You should want yeah, that. Not, if you're doing your job thing. right, yeah. your pilot episode should be your worst episode because your next episode should be better than the one you made before. It should get better. Um, now, I mean, that's never going to be the way it actually works out. Because no, it's, a lot of shows in America, especially at some point, get, well, it's a but Canadian show. Canadians. So. Yeah, so... They also hey. don't uh, pump them out like a factory because it's a Canadian show. That's true, and I appreciate that. <laughs> Me too. I mean, that's what I appreciate. That's what I appreciate. That's a early bit that you get introduced. Yeah, yeah you don't even know he's going to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know Squirrel Idiot's going to keep yeah, talking that way forever. Don't know what's <laughs> That's yet. what he does. Don't know what's what going on What the fuck? I guess it probably will end in the lower half because it is a really great episode. Yeah. But it's also a really great show that only gets better and better. Yeah. I want to, if you're, if this is someone who hasn't seen the show and they're trying to judge I wish whether or not to see the someone, pilot episode... Oh, who hasn't? Yeah. And, like, have them watch it. Like, yeah, that'd be very interesting. I'm trying to think of somebody who hasn't. I'm also... Um, I introduced it to everybody I knew immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, you yeah, guys have to fucking... It was so good. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like, it it blew me away. It also makes you want to watch it. Like, a lot of it. Yeah, that being said, I had plenty of seasons left to go. Yeah. Like, I was already able to see number two and three and four immediately after I saw number one. And I didn't see number one first, even, I think. I think I saw, came in and lunch, and yeah, uh, it was a bunch of dicks. Uh, fucking the dicks from the... Oh, uh, yeah, 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 the Mennonites the or whatever. Mennonites, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, which was funny. And it's hard, because it's, it's such a... It's a great episode, but it it's is. a great show. Mm. Yeah. So it, it will, the show gets better, like yes. episodes get way better than this. They do. But this is a 
looking back on it, this is a great introduction to everyone and totally. the start of the show. If you haven't seen it, if someone hasn't seen it, do not take the probably lower rating of right. this episode it's, to right. mean you shouldn't watch the yeah. pilot. Right. Like, like I said, I think it's start. one of the best pilots I've ever seen. It's so goddamn good. Yeah. Right, exactly. In, in Amongst pilots, probably yeah. Yeah, it's, top it's, tier. It's, I can't yeah, think of much better kind of a guy. pilots. Yeah. All right, so that'll do it for this week, everybody. Uh, subscribe, add us to your feed, and we'll be in your uh, your inbox next week with a new episode, episode two, entitled whatever the next episode is called. Farfetch, Good I work. Say. Uh, no, 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 it's, uh, it's no, no, sorry. It's a dairy super secret or super soft birthday and absolute classic. So join us next week for that. Thank you, guys. Bye.